Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Vibe Talk Awaken. I am your host, Tamisha, also known as Vibe Queen, and my heart is filled with so much joy and love and gratitude to come back to the show uh, and to to share my experience with you in Puerto Rico. And it was just an absolute joy and also not at all what I expected. And it's interesting because I thought I went into the experience with no expectations. And in the beginning of the retreat, I found a lot of irritation coming up. And I then finally realized, I think it was day three, that that irritation that was coming up meant that I indeed did have expectations. Because if I didn't have expectations, then why am I, why am I irritated? And so it was, it was interesting to, to be able to witness that within myself. And so in this episode, I'm going to talk about all of those things, all of the things that I've learned the ahas. It's been about, I think this is week three after the retreat. And I purposefully wanted to wait a little bit before sharing my experience because I wanted it to to settle in a bit. I knew if I recorded the episode right after, I'd still be on a high. And which is nothing wrong with that. But as the uh, Capricorn moon in, in me, <laughs> and I'm going to talk about astrology a lot in this episode as well. I've, I've come to realize that I'm a, I'm a logical person. I'm a thinker. And, uh, I tend to, to question everything, especially myself. And so I figured, you know, I'm just going to listen to, to my intuition. And it told me to wait. It told me to wait. It didn't feel, it didn't feel like it was, it was time yet. Um, but then this past week I realized, okay, it's time, but I started to procrastinate. And that's when I realized that's where the self-sabotage was, was kicking in. And so I was talking about this within my Facebook community earlier today, which by the way, I go live every single Friday within my Facebook community. Um, and we specifically, specifically talk about, uh, emotions and, self-awareness within your business as a spiritual entrepreneur and uh, tactics and things that you can do to, to sharpen your skills, specifically within sales. So if that's something you're interested in, um, it's a public group, come check it out. It's every Friday, 12 p.m. PST. So I'll put that uh, link in the show notes of this episode. <sighs> yes. So in uh, today's class, I talked about the mindset of consistency and so one of the things that um, I shared is that it's okay to take a pause. And that's what I did with this podcast because I knew I needed to go more inward. I knew I needed to, to reflect. I knew I needed to embody the things I already learned. And I needed to just, I needed to pause. I have been going, going, going my whole life. And I had this hustle mindset that I recognized I really never took time to just pause and sit with it and integrate and embody. Not everything needs to be shared in real time. And so that was a huge, uh, that was huge for me to, to be okay with not doing anything as it relates to uh, my business. 
However, (laughs) there comes a point in time where it is time to get back into it. And then when you're not doing it, then it's like, okay, the self-sabotage, the laziness, and being able to be self-aware enough to recognize that and then ask the appropriate questions so you can figure out, okay, is it past trauma? Is it limiting beliefs? What is it that's uh, causing me to self-sabotage? So that's what we talked about in in today's class. So one of the things that I did to get to that level of self-care, if you will, is go on a retreat. And I, I never, never been on a retreat and it, it has been, uh, let me see, it was about, I think a little over five years since I had gone on a vacation, like a true vacation. I had the pleasure of working with uh, Mercedes the Aquarian Priestess on Instagram. Go support her and follow her. She's amazing. And uh, it's funny. I'll I'll share the quick story on how I truly connected with her because we were already following each other on social media and on TikTok. And somebody DM'd me with a spam of like, do you want to get a reading? And so I thought it was her. This was kind of before it became very uh, common that folks would impersonate people on Instagram and send DMs for readings. And so at first I thought, you know, it was legit, but then I was like, okay, this doesn't seem legit. So I reached out to Mercedes. I was like, Hey, this person's trying to impersonate you. And I never really had gotten like a birth chart reading before. And I was like, you know what? Actually, I think I do want to get a reading. (laughs) And so this person who was trying to scam me, it turned into me actually booking a reading with, with Mercedes. And so she did a in-depth reading of my birth chart. And it was in-depth, like super, super in-depth. It took like over an hour for me to listen to this. And I was just blown away, absolutely blown away by the details, by just the things that I already have experienced, just just everything, communication, the way you love, the way you view the world, communication, as far as like... Uh, with with others within yourself like it was just it was just incredible and uh so when she posted that she was hosting a retreat I was just like yeah I have to go I just knew I felt this I just knew I needed to go and I felt this calling to to go and that is it's interesting because I wasn't sure if I wanted to try ayahuasca and I always heard that the medicine will call you. You will hear the call. And I always thought that was, honestly, I thought that was bullshit. I'm like, I'm going to hear the call. What is going to call, whisper my name? What is this? And I get it now. I get it. It was just like a knowing. I didn't hear any voices or anything like that, but it was just like, I saw it and I just knew it. I just knew I had to go. I just knew it. And, you know, she made it super easy and I was able to get off from work. It was just so in flow. It was just so, it was just so effortless. So I went to this beautiful island and um, I spent the first, I think, four or five days just really, (laughs) really not liking the version of myself that was showing up, just annoyed and irritated. And at first I couldn't really figure out why. And 
it was like, I was okay with that. I was just like, okay, well, I'm just going to sit with it. But then I had this breakthrough. I had this breakthrough. Um, it was actually during a journaling session. It wasn't even with the medicine. Um, it was before we took the medicine. And the breakthrough that I had was that on on some level, although I, I, I don't believe it consciously, subconsciously, on some level, there was still this part of me, you know, that was still searching for a sense of validation outside of myself. And it was like this harsh reality that I had to come to terms with. And it's like, I didn't want to come to terms with that. It's like when you consciously know you've put in so much work and effort and you logically know what the right answer is and what you should be doing and you've been doing a lot of it, it's so frustrating when things come up and you realize that this means there's more that needs to be done. It was just, it was very, very um, humbling, very, very humbling for me. And so I, I sat with that. I, uh, I cried. It was one of those cries that it's just like the depths of your, (laughs) of your being just cracks open, you know, and these beautiful women I, I was with on this journey, were just there and just, uh, held space. Like I never experienced before. Uh, and I think that's something that is so incredibly powerful about retreats. Um, if anything else is the sacredness of the space that is held for other people to move through whatever they need to move through. That is so incredibly valuable, so incredibly valuable. So if you can find a tribe of people (laughs) that you, that you connect with that can do that for you, you know, whether that's through a sacred medicine or not, even just with your friends, honestly, it doesn't even have to be a retreat. Uh, just finding people that can hold space for you. That is such an incredible sacred, uh, gift. There is so much power in silence and listening and just being present with, with others. And so those women did that for me and I felt it. And in that moment, I just felt this release and I was like, wow. So that was probably one of the, the biggest highlights for me at the retreat. One of the biggest, biggest highlights for me. And then we did ayahuasca. (laughs) And so this all night ceremony, you know, I did half a cup to begin with, um, because I have epilepsy, so there were some concerns, health concerns, although I was ready to, you know, dive on in. You know, I've experimented with psychedelics and whatnot, so I was, I was pretty, I was ready to go. But we started with half a cup, didn't feel anything, did drank a little more, then drank another cup. And honestly, I, I didn't feel, I didn't feel much. And people around me were, were, were purging and, you know, the incredible soul next to me was just crying and crying. She would not stop crying. And the beautiful soul to my left, you know, all she wanted to do was console her. And all I wanted to do was just, I just wanted to leave. I was just like, I wanted a cheeseburger from being really honest. I was so hungry because all we did was eat vegetables for days. And I just wanted a freaking cheeseburger. 
were so bad. We were in the middle of nowhere in Puerto Rico. And just like, it was just, yeah, I was just miserable. And so this incredible person's like, I want to hug her and help her. We can't talk to one another. I'm just like, I want to get out of here. <laughs> and then I felt all these emotions come up of just irritation and then I'm just like, well, why am I not crying? <laughs> why am I not purging? Um, I purged a little bit, but I just threw up the food I ate. So I'm like, great, now I'm just here starving on an empty stomach. Then I felt this sense of jealousy that I didn't feel the empathy that this person felt to want to help her for crying. Instead, I was just annoyed that she was crying for like five hours straight. And then I felt guilty about the fact that I was annoyed that she was crying, that I didn't want to help her, that I just wanted to leave. Then I felt annoyed that I wanted to eat like junk food. Like it was just all of this shame and guilt and self-criticism. And it was just like spiraling. And then all of a sudden, it was just like in a moment, it just brought me back into that present moment. And I guess you could say the ayahuasca kicked in. Not quite sure. I didn't have any visuals, but it was like a knowing came over me. And the knowing that I experienced was that this life <laughs> is a dream. It's all a dream. It's all a drama. It's all a dream that we create with our own thoughts and our own shit that we, we, we experience and we allow ourselves to get caught up in it until we remove and become aware. It's all a dream. And even when we die, you know, we awaken from that dream and it's just another level. Our consciousness is it's eternal. And so all of this that I'm explaining, and hopefully I'm explaining it, I'm explaining it the best I can. All of that I experienced and I just knew on a soul level. And so I remember feeling that feeling and it was just like, bliss and I just started to smile and I just lost all fear of dying and then I just looked to my left and we're outside mind you the moon is right above us this was like a full moon and you can hear like lizards and all kinds of creatures and you know we're like pretty much in the jungle and all of a sudden this light outside turns on and it hadn't turned on all night and we're it's like four in the morning and it was just like this confirmation of like, okay, I am here. And that was it. That was my, that was my realization. You know, I've, this is just, this is a dream. Uh, so yeah, take with it, take from it what you will. Um, I'm always, uh, encouraging folks to question me, question yourself, question your own experiences, your own thoughts. But that was my experience in ayahuasca. Uh, would I do it again? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, perhaps. I don't think I would anytime soon, but maybe. Not sure. Not sure. I still feel like I'm taking in the things that I uh, learned. And I still had ahas days and weeks after the experience. It's a powerful, powerful medicine, uh, powerful medicine. Now onto combo, the unexpected one. Oh my goodness. So combo, I would say combo was the most miserable 20 minutes of my life. 
on a physical, spiritual, emotional, every level you can think of. I, my whole face, I wish I took a picture. I just, I was in such agony, stress, panic, and full spectrum of emotions that I didn't think to take a picture in that state. If I do do it again, perhaps I'll remember, although I don't know if I'd do it in the back of my neck again. So let me backtrack and explain what combo is. So combo is uh, poison from a frog, a toad. And the way that you consume it is through the skin. And so they will burn holes on your skin and then apply the poison. And literally within moments, your body will begin to purge in every way possible. So sweating, hot flashes, most folks will also throw up. Sometimes you'll have diarrhea. It's just, it's a lot of fluid. And so right before you do it, you drink about a half a gallon of water so that you're purging out the water. You have to have something to purge out. Otherwise you're just dry heaving. Um, and of course you don't want to eat too soon beforehand. And it's basically a detox and a cleanse of the soul, the mind, the body, and the energetic field. And it is very intense. And I say intense because we all have toxicity within us to a certain degree. It basically traces your body to, to find whatever trauma and toxicity is in you and then expels it out of you. So it's like a all natural <laughs> um, detox, if you will. So uh, I did it in the back of my neck and I did not know that this was, was going to happen. I mean, maybe it's a good thing she didn't give me a heads up. I don't know. It's argue, you can argue both ways, but my entire face swole up like a balloon. My lips were like, it looks like my lips got done. Like it was insane. My lips were like four times the size. It was scary, but I didn't have a mirror in front of me. So I didn't know my face was swelling, but like I could feel something was happening because we were outside when she applied it. So she did it. I could feel the heat. I could feel my face like swelling or something's happening. And then my throat started to tighten up and I literally thought I was dying. The thought I had was, oh my God, I am having an allergic reaction. I can't speak right now. I'm going to die. This is it. This is it. This is it. I made it this far. I'm going to die because I decided to have frog poison <laughs> to heal myself. And, uh, I guess this is it. And I was just sitting there and I couldn't breathe, couldn't breathe. And then I just remember thinking to myself, just relax, just let go, just let go and let be. And if this is it, it's okay. And it was almost like within an instant, my whole body just like, and then I started puking my brains out. <laughs> and it was just like, non-stop like non-stop 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 and it's it's hard to describe the feeling because it was awful but incredible at the same time because it's like I knew all of what wasn't serving me was coming out of me but it was also it didn't you know it doesn't feel good but it feels good on a, in a weird way and so I did that and then I slept I slept for about four hours after. It was the most nourishing, healing sleep I think I've ever had. And uh, 
it was like I cleaned out the disk of the hard drive of my subconscious and my body. It was like I, I was like a new person. It was uh, pretty exciting, honestly. I felt very, very just, it was just very, very clear, very, very clean, very, very sharp, very focused. So would I do combo again? I remember thinking to myself right after, I will never do this again, ever. But now it's been three weeks. Yeah, I think I would definitely do it again. It is worth the misery of 20 minutes for the benefits afterwards. It is just like a mental reset. However, I do want to share something because I do believe that you can purge and heal yourself on your own without the combo. And I actually did do that about a year prior and it scared me. And so I came across an Instagram ad for like this workshop for chi energy. And I was, I was, again, I was a little skeptical. I was definitely on this path, but I was still like chi energy. Like what, what does that even mean really? You know? So I was curious. I watched the workshop and then the host had you do this exercise to like, you know, rub your hands together and, uh, harness the chi energy and to feel it between your hands. But of course I'm thinking, well, if you rub anything really, really fast, of course it's going to create heat. You know, this could still be bullshit. Like I was just so skeptical. I can't help it. You know, I couldn't help it. And so I'm doing the exercise and whatnot. And so, um, I got into a meditative state and I was like, you know what, let me just have an open mind. Okay. Had an open mind, did it. And I remember putting my hands to my gut. And the intention that I had was uh, to heal my gut and to have anything that was like stuck to come out. I remember thinking just heal, heal, heal and come out, clear out, come out, clear out, come out, clear out. I think that's something like that is what I was saying. And I just repeated those words, was in a meditative state and just held my hands like over my gut and just kind of vibed to that. You know, I think we had to do it for like five minutes. I don't remember a minute. I don't remember exactly, but I did that nothing happened. Nothing happened. I was like, okay, am I supposed to like see something or do something? Nothing happened. So I was like, okay, I guess it is what it is. I tried it, whatever. Went to bed that night, woke up middle of the night and just started hawking, like, like, like hawking, almost like a a cat coughing up a, a hairball. And I wasn't sick or anything like that. And so I'm like, feeling like I'm choking. I grab my trash can. This is back when I lived in Chicago. Grab my trash can. I start, you know, spitting out, puking out. It was kind of like, like not full on puking, but just like, you know, like hawking, whatever. Gross. I know. Spitting it out. And it was like this, like yellowish, almost like neonish color. And I remember just freaking out, like, what the hell did I just hawk up and get out of my system? Like, what is that? And so I looked it up the next day and basically was saying it can be like, you know, any kind of toxicity that's within your gut and that can come out after, you know, you do do any kind of energy healing, yada, yada. And so it kind of dawned on me like, oh, maybe it did work. And then I, I did work with an energy healer months after that. And I had a similar experience hawking up stuff when he was doing healing uh, work on me. 
And so I, I share all this to say that although, yes, you can use other tools like the combo frog that will get you the result right away, even ayahuasca, right, plant medicine, you can have these realizations of this is a dream, maybe other realizations that you're eternal or consciousness being eternal, you've always been here, not being afraid to die. All of these realizations people, you know, have shared on ayahuasca and other psychedelics even. But I truly do believe you can have these without all of that. You don't, you don't need all of that. And I remember my first uh, experience, true experience of feeling one with, with everything. And I didn't even know what that was called. And this was two years ago now. This was in the pretty much the height of COVID. I was in the bathroom. And I've shared this before on the podcast. I was in the bathroom and this was when I was uh, living with uh, the person I last dated. And I was in the bathroom getting ready for bed. And out of nowhere, I just started to feel like I was going to have a seizure. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to have a seizure. Everything's fine. I'm calm. I'm not stressed. Am I stressed? No, everything is good. Why am I feeling like I'm going to have a seizure? And I just started to breathe. Tell myself, it's okay. You're good. You're fine. Started to breathe. And I was able to breathe through the aura, breathe through that, that feeling of I'm going to have a seizure. I got through that and I had this moment of just knowing that I've always been here, that I'm an eternal being, that I, meaning my consciousness, will never die. Yes, the body dies. This is a flesh suit, right? This is our avatar. But our consciousness, our energy has always been here. It, cannot, it was never created, cannot be destroyed. It is just, it is all interwoven. And it was just this feeling, this knowing. And I just, I just felt it. And it was just like so overwhelming, so beautiful. And I just started crying and I fell to my knees and I was just so filled with gratitude. And I, I ran out the room, the bathroom, and I went over to my partner at the time and I, I looked at him and I shared with him what I just experienced and he just laughed at me. And it was weird because it was like I was looking at a part of myself and he said to me, you know, you just experienced Samadhi. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and so, you know, I looked it up, got into that and that brought me through a lot of different other rabbit holes. But regardless, I was completely sober when I experienced that. I was not on any psychedelics or anything. So I share this with you because I truly believe there's no right or wrong way to go about it. And that's why I'm a fan of it all. I'm a fan of folks going in the woods, going in a cave. If that's what you feel is going to work for you, you know, that's, I think that's beautiful for other people. It may be, you know, coaching. If you're a a coach and you feel like you need to share the mission through your, your, your business, then that's for you. For me, you know, it's this podcast and through music and, uh, sharing my talents through my voice. Literally, you know, this is audio singing is, is my voice. So for someone else, it may be through, uh, sports, right? There's so many different ways and there's no right or wrong way. Uh, and so I don't necessarily think with the topic of psychedelics, because I could, th I, I feel like it can kind of go. Some some people have one opinion or the other. I think it's whatever works for you, and that's why I'm open to experimenting with it. But I'm also 
grateful that I have had experiences without it first. And I also feel that there is respect that goes along with medicines. And when you begin to abuse the, the medicine or you are seeking answers and it becomes something you are becoming dependent on, just like anything else, it's an addiction, that's when it be can become toxic. And some folks may disagree. Some folks are just, you know what, you don't need any drugs at all. Some folks are all for it. You know, they, they do drugs all the time. I think I'm a happy medium. I, I love to experiment, but I like to experiment safely and also through uh, doing research, understanding it, and having the right intention, having the right, why are you doing what you're doing? And I think if you know why you're doing what you're doing, any drug can be, any drug to a certain extent can be beneficial. For example, I'm very much for Western medicine in certain situations. Do I believe preventative care is, is the way? Of course, but Western medicine has helped me. It would be crazy for me to say, oh, all doctors are, are evil. I don't think that's the case. I think there's a balance. And so with that, uh, prescription medicine can be beneficial used with the right intention. You know, with my epilepsy right now, I have to take epileptic medication. It's the only medication I'm taking. Everything else, I take natural everything. And I remember feeling a lot of like shame around that and just like, oh, I don't want to take that. I want to be all natural. <laughs> and you know, frustration. And at one point I was just experimenting and not taking my medication and trying to like wean myself off. And this was all during COVID. And I had seizures. I had seizures. And the last seizure I had, I hit my head on the floor. This was back in Chicago. And I hit my head and I had a knot this big. It looked like somebody assaulted me. It was so bad. And I had this aha of like, Tamisha, you live alone. You just hit your head. You could have died. You can't be playing around like that. Some medicines are to your benefit until you change other things in your life. And at that time, I wasn't eating the greatest. It was very much a yo-yo. I wasn't working out consistently. I had a decent meditation practice. Um, I did stop drinking alcohol at that time, but other things were not in order. And so I was trying to take away this tool that has actually helped me from not having seizures, sending it a lot of hate and putting that hate as I'm taking the pills into my body and then boom. And so I, I had a reframe. I was like, okay, I'm going to be grateful for this medication as I change and work on all the other parts that I need to work on. It's been a year journey of that reframe. And so I take my medication, I'm grateful for my medication, and I don't believe I'll be on it for forever. I really, really don't. Definitely, definitely do not. But I also recognize that it's a tool. And so even when it comes to antidepressants or, you know, medications that you may feel shame around that you have to take, maybe it's just for a short while, I encourage you to reframe it. And then look at other areas of your life that may, can use improvements so that you then don't need to depend on that medication. And so a lot of things that have a stigma, I feel like they don't, they don't need to have that. 
you know, for example, even with like cannabis, for example, cannabis has helped me so much, so much. And I used to look at it as, oh, it's going to make me lazy. People are going to judge me. I can't believe, you know, you know, that person's a pothead. Like I had such a negative judgment around uh, cannabis. And I think it was about six years ago or so, um, I had a seizure when I was working at um, Equinox. Uh, And a coworker said, you don't smoke weed, you have epilepsy. Why don't you smoke weed? I was like, oh, I don't smoke weed. I can't, I'm not a pothead, right? And they're like looking at me like, that's probably going to chill you out. (laughs) And so I was like, okay. I was like, all right, I'm going to be open to it. I tried it and it changed my life. It changed my life in ways I can't even describe. It has made me more calm. It has made me be able to focus. It has made me uh, relax. Just so many benefits to this plant. And I think when used with intention can be so incredibly uh, healing, so incredibly healing. So I share all this to say that uh, wherever you are on your journey, wherever um, you feel called to go, I think as long as you're doing it in a safe container and you're doing it with the proper education and the right intentions and right intentions, meaning with your highest good in mind, right? There is nothing that you can't not gain from it. And so with that, uh, that's pretty much my experience <laughs> in, in, in Puerto Rico. I mean, after the, the retreat, I'll kind of share this though. After the retreat, I had a couple of more days on my own. And so I hiked in the rainforest, which was incredible. It was so beautiful. And so I was just by myself. So uh, everybody was like with their families and there were some couples and there was like a group of like, like a girl's trip. And so it was really cool to kind of like people watch and whatnot and just kind of like, I don't know, just kind of be in people's worlds, you know, and I was just talking to different people. It was just really cool. And we got to this cliff and you could jump off the cliff. And I remember being so scared, so scared. And I saw other people jump off. Obviously they survived. It's fine. I even had on a life jacket, but I was just so scared. I'm like, this is really high. I don't know if I can do this. And so I'm standing there and the guide like grabs my hand and he's like, do you trust me? And in my head, logically, I'm just like, I don't even know, you know, but he just looked at me and he's like, do you trust me? And I'm just like, uh, yes. Okay. Yes, I can do this. And he's like, okay, you got this. I'm going to count you down and you're going to go for it. And people start screaming and there's like a line behind me and I'm just like, oh my God, I got to go for it. I got to go for it. And I jumped off this cliff. There's really no point to this story, just sharing it because it was really a highlight for me. It was very exciting, but jumped off this cliff and, uh, yeah, it was really, really awesome. Would I do it again? I don't know. It was pretty scary. (laughs) It was pretty scary, but it was very exhilarating. I'm glad that I did it. I'm definitely glad that I did it. Um, but yeah, that was definitely a highlight. So it was an absolute incredible retreat and a beautiful experience. And I highly, highly, highly recommend anyone that is thinking about going, if you feel called to, it was, 
absolutely amazing. It was so intimate and just uh, safe and just so welcoming and really felt like you could just be you. There was no filter. And I think that's what I really liked the most about it. There was no need to pretend to, to be anything but you, you know, and it was, it was just so uh, raw. It was beautiful. Don't know how else to describe it. Absolutely, absolutely incredible. So really want to thank uh, Mercedes for being an incredible host and guide. So if you're not following her already, and I'm going to put uh, her handle and info in the show notes, the Aquarium Priestess. I'm sure she's going to have more retreats. She's absolutely incredible. Uh, she's also a medicine woman. She's going to have, um, I believe she's going to have a, a shop coming out soon with different oils and all kinds of goodies. Uh, and then she also uh, is an incredible astrologer. And so she read my birth chart. And again, I'm skeptical. <laughs> and she blew me away. It was just, wow. And I'm not that close with her. We got closer after the retreat, but she doesn't know me or my story or none of that stuff. So the things that she shared were just like, wow, incredible. So if you are curious, I think having your birth chart read, especially as an entrepreneur, as an artist, anyone that's trying to make an impact in this world, this is an invaluable tool um, and something you can write off. For sure. But this is an invaluable tool that you want to have in your back pocket because this will guide you for years to come because it's some of the things are literally in the stars. Like it's, it's just going to allow you to understand yourself from a whole other perspective. And it's going to allow you to have so much more empathy and compassion for yourself because it's like, I'll share this really quickly with you. My Mercury is in Leo. And I think about that all the time, <laughs> which I'm saying that I'm like, that's a very Leo thing to say. But the reason why I share that is because Mercury and Leo is the way you, you communicate and show up, especially like from what I remember, like social media and things like that. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm very loud social media, podcasts, my opinion, what I think. And if you've been following my journey for a while, you know, I've had, you know, controversial opinions and I say things that typically are not the popular, popular mainstream opinion. And so knowing that my Mercury is in Leo, it's like, oh, when I get this urge to want to just and share and hit share and hit share and write a blog or write the equivalent of a book, right? And share my opinion. I want to wake up the world. All of these phases that I went through with my awakening, it's like, oh, and it's not like I'm saying it's an excuse, but it allows you to understand yourself better. Uh, whereas, you know, if your Mercury is in like Scorpio, it would be the complete opposite, right? Um, and like, and like other things, like my Mars is in cancer. Uh, my son is in cancer. That's more nurturing. And that's the way you, you love your Mars is the way you love. So just little things like that, that I did not even know, did not even understand. And I thought was honestly BS, but having someone really break that down allows you to understand yourself just on a whole nother level, whole nother level. It's just an invaluable tool that I, I truly, truly recommend investing in. So, all right, I'm going to, 
I'm going to be quiet. I promise you didn't pay me to say all this. I just, I'm truly passionate um, uh, about it because it it's just really helped me so much. So with that, I'm going to end this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being you. And uh, yeah, until next time, sending you so much love. <laughs>